Police One Academy is leading the way in high-quality, affordable training for officers nationwide. Your department can take advantage of more than 1,000 HD videos and 175 full-length courses in a robust learning management system. Training is certified or accepted for training credit in 35 states. Join the industry's most officer-friendly learning platform with more than 60,000 subscribers. To schedule a free demo, go to policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. And this is Jim Dudley. Jim, in California, there is a proposal to allow bars to keep serving alcohol until 4 o'clock in the morning. Other states, some other states, most other states are 2 o'clock in the morning, but some other states have similarly late or early, depending upon how you look at the clock, um, last call. Alaska has last call at five o'clock in the morning. Right, five o'clock. Who knew Alaska was so cool? Why even close? Because I think they can open up at six. Exactly. So. Well, you got to watch the place down, I guess. Um, most cities in Florida, three a.m. In Louisiana, bars can technically serve twenty-four-seven, just like in Nevada. Why not? Yeah. Right. Um, in New York City, the closing time is four. Most of the rest of the state is two. Mm-hmm. Um, while a younger version, like a 21-year-old version of Doug Wiley, might think that this is a great idea, the older me, the more mature me, the more thoughtful me thinks this is a moronic idea. All of the fights, all of the violence, all of the activity, you add more alcohol to an already alcohol-soaked you know, soaked, you know, person, the probability that DUIs happen more, the probability that fights happen more, the probability that date rape happens more, skyrocket, in my opinion. Just for those two extra hours of imbibing. What do you think? Yeah, I have no opinion. Just kidding. <laughs> if you Google Jim Dudley in San Francisco, SFPD, you will find a number of articles that say I was the uh, the general in the war on fun at entertainment <laughs> venues. I kid you not. Uh, in addition to your research, Alaska 5M, that was laughable. Uh, Florida... Uh, a lot of counties, 3 to 4 a.m. closures. Illinois, 3 a.m. to infinity. Uh, Chicago uh, goes to 4. New York, 4 a.m. New Jersey, 3 to 5 a.m. Um, Las Vegas. Um, yeah, you know, the ABC, the Alcohol Beverage Control Agency this in the state of California, says that they will allow permits um, for... Two reasons, convenience and necessity. So if you live out in a neighborhood where you have no bar or liquor store, they could get a permit because of convenience or necessity. I think there's over 8,000 ABC permits in San Francisco, 49 square miles, 8,000 permits. And I mean, it's not just liquor stores and bars, but it's restaurants and and off-sale places. Um, But... I totally agree. It fuels the fire. Just add alcohol, and you can complete the rest of the sentence, but just add alcohol. Uh, I was the captain of the North Beach area for five years, and it was a headache that I dealt with, battled with uh, the local business people, um, the merchants, uh, the daytime merchants didn't like coming and opening their stores the next day and cleaning blood off their doorways or urine or whatever, broken bottles. Um, the cops didn't like staying there till three and four in the morning booking drunks uh, that they knew were not going to be prosecuted. It was almost like a, yeah. a badge of courage that 
uh, come 3 a.m., you're wandering the streets, the police will take you in, they will book you for 647F of the Penal Code in California, which should and is a misdemeanor in most, most other counties, but it's not in San Francisco. You go out, you get picked up, and we're essentially your safety net. We're Uber. We take you to jail. <laughs> you dry out for four hours, and we send you on your way. So um, who's it for? Well, if you follow the trail of money, um, certainly club owners and entertainment people <laughs> will make money. Uh, certainly there will be tax dollars uh, generated as revenue, but uh, you're not going to see a lot of that money going, or you're not going to see any of the money going back to police departments and agencies where historically most agencies would staff the midnight shift or the graveyard shift as their thinnest watch. Now you're going to have to beef it up at least till four or five or six o'clock in the morning and account for overtime. Um, and then you're going to have communities yelling at the police to do something about the noise and the drunks and the DUIs and the fights and the bedlam and the mayhem. And, um, you know, there's there are other associated factors. And and across the Bay in Oakland, uh, uh, you know, a month and a half ago, we had uh, a rave, uh, a party at a warehouse that was converted into living quarters uh, that was just a tinder box of wooden pallets, wooden pallet stairways, uh, poor electricity, uh, poor lighting to show the way out. When the fire happened, the lights went out. Um, I believe 36 people ended up dying in that fire. And people may see that as an anomaly, but the potential of that happening isn't isolated to Oakland. It's in most uh, large cities. San Francisco, it certainly happened. I railed against it. Uh, I asked for fire marshal inspections. They came, noted um, the problems, like no sprinklers, like overcapacity and things like that. And yet um, these places were allowed to stay open, given 30 days notice to, to correct their problems and continue. And uh, the problems were just ridiculous and the legislative bodies that were in place to ensure the safeties of customers and the neighborhood uh, fell short of doing a, an adequate job. Yeah, you're talking about the ghost ship in, in Oakland and that's made national headlines. The other thing you mentioned was North Beach. For those maybe in the rest of the country who are unfamiliar, North Beach is a unique spot in San Francisco. And it's 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 got a, a, a an ethnic element. It's a heavily um, Italian uh, ethnic you know ethnicity. Um, very family oriented residents. Very um, you know law abiding citizens. And at the same time, they coexist with this long stretch of road called Broadway, on which there are probably I don't know a half dozen strip clubs and at least a dozen bars. And it's just basically the the spot you go for late night mayhem and routinely you have violence at bar i call it bar time when the, when the bar is over last call it's called bar time and at bar time two o'clock in the morning you have the gang members exiting various venues dance clubs all these other things they see each other and it's red on blue or whatever it whatever the heck it is and you have the gang violence and you have so these great law-abiding citizens residing in these apartments above 
this war zone from two o'clock in the morning to four. Now, why would you want to extend that possibility in that neighborhood? You know, you mentioned that, you know, we're not doing any favors for people, residents of these neighborhoods. And so it just, it, to me, okay, if you're in Alaska, maybe I just don't understand Alaska that well because 5 a.m. doesn't make any sense. How are you going to go to work? You know, like, yeah. it just doesn't make any darn sense to me. But, you know, you know, as I'd said, a 21-year-old version of me would be like, woohoo, this is great. Uh, as, I, as I get grayer and older and more curmudgeonly and get off my lawn, it just seems to me that they're, they're not thinking this one through thoroughly. Do you have the un- unintended consequences are so significant and they're like, we'll quote Gordon Graham again. It, it's predictable. It's preventable. And you can quite easily predict that serving people alcohol for an additional two hours is going to lead to more of the same of what we've been seeing. And it's just, it's like you throw your hands in the air. Like, what are you thinking? Now, you mentioned the revenue and follow the money. Okay, I get it. You know, there's there's lobbyists out there, I'm sure. There's, you know, obviously the liquor lobby, uh, the you know, alcohol beverage you know, producers, they want to yeah. sell more of their product. I get it. The proprietors of these venues, they want to have people, you know, butts in seats or you know, feet, feet on the dance floor for longer periods of time mm-hmm. and try and extract from their wallets more cash. I yeah. get it. But at, to your point, what minimal tax um, benefit this might yield that's not going it, to... It, it's a pittance. It's like a right. tiny little drop in the... It's not worth it considering the the utility cost of all of the other things that you're going to sure. ha- have as a, as a consequence. No, Just, it's an unfunded uh, mandate to law enforcement agencies that have to clean up the mess. Yeah, the balance doesn't look good. The, 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 you're, you're not going to get in the black on this one. You're just It's just going to be... The balance sheet is going to be in the negative. Yeah, special interests and um, the burden on the community... Police are going to be in the middle of another social problem. I think I think another part of the problem is socially, um, I've asked students time and time again, what time, if you're going to go out on a Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, what time do you gear up and get out? And usually the 10 p.m. Yeah. start time is relatively early for them. Now, I would say, hey, let's, you know, make some incentive for them to get to the bars earlier. I mean, and, and that's, you know, <laughs> I, I, I caution that, you know, my time at the uh, at the um, early bird meal is going to be uh, more crowded. But uh, get people out earlier, get them home earlier. The idea of extending to 4 a.m. to me makes no sense. But to the, the phenomena of going out late and staying out later, it benefits the special interest people who make money on the clubs, but also the party goers who want to stay out later. Yeah, yeah. It's, as with everything, uh, I, I, I scratch my head. It's covered in gray hair. I realize I'm no longer a young man, but I go, what are you thinking? Um, in particular, I want to hear comments or emails from Cops in Alaska, in, in Nevada, in uh, Florida, in Louisiana. If you are dealing with this problem, I want to know from from you how you're handling it. So mention a comment in the comment section or send us an email to policingmatters at police1.com. And with any luck, we're going to have some of you give us some solutions here and we'll do another podcast on this topic. Yeah, and I think it would be interested, interesting, especially in Chicago, if they're staying open till 4 a.m., to see where the violence nexus meets 
and what the time periods are. So I'd especially like to hear from Illinois, Chicago area cops. And um, how does the 4 a.m. bar closure uh, relate to the, you know, out of control homicide rate there? Yeah, yeah. Once again, thank you for listening.